Boxing Junkie Podcast. I'm Bob Vellin, and joining me today is Mike Coppinger. How's it going, Mike? Doing well, Bob. How's Vegas? Uh, Vegas is Vegas. Uh, it's sunny out, but it's supposed to rain, and it, they're having an outdoor uh, weigh-in, and it's supposed to rain. So I don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, but uh, today we're going to talk about Saturday's huge pay-per-view middleweight title bout between champion Canelo Alvarez and challenger Amir Khan. It's a big HBO pay-per-view bout, and uh, it it should be an interesting fight for as long as it lasts. Um, we will also wrap up last weekend's super middleweight doubleheader in Washington uh, and the Ortiz-Berto rematch in California. But first, let's talk about Floyd Mayweather. Uh, it's Cinco de Mayo weekend, so Floyd must be talking. And Floyd came out and said that he was uh, getting ready to possibly come back. What do you think about that, Mike? Um, you know, I think we, I think we pretty much expected it all along. Um, you know, he's he's still clearly good enough to beat almost any fighter, if not any fighter. There's a lot of money to be made, and you know, you, you can only go on so many vacations before you get bored. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> although, I, although I, I could think of a few that I could take that wouldn't bore me, but especially <laughs> yeah. when I have a G5 in my possession. But. You know the the thing about Floyd is he he's saying he will only do it for a nine figure payday, but yet he won't fight the top fighters, and and I I can't see a nine figure payday if he's not going to fight the winner of Thurman Porter or Golovkin or Canelo, um or or Khan if he somehow upsets Canelo, uh. Those to me are the only fights. I don't know. I, I I can't I can't see any other big fights and nine figure fights that he can make. He, yeah, I mean, I was really discouraged to hear him say that he wasn't interested in the winner of Thurman Porter, which especially if Thurman wins, I think that's a fascinating fight, and Absolutely. I think people would I think some people would even pick Thurman to beat Mayweather. Um, you know, Golovkin is easily the best fight that could be made in boxing. At 54, that's not going to happen, though. And I really don't blame Mayweather because, let's face it, even if he beats Golovkin, he's not going to get a lot of credit. People yeah. are going to say that Golovkin was weight drained and all this and that. So, what's yeah, the point? Yeah, there, there's not – I mean, it's – he only – he can only lose in that fight. I mean, I, I don't mean lose the fight, but he – you know, there's nothing to nothing to be gained from that fight unless he unless he beat Golovkin. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I just can't see him doing it, but, you know – then again, there there's such different styles that it's it's hard to even imagine what would happen if they met. I mean, it would be fascinating. I think it would be a massive pay per view. If it actually, I mean, it's not going to happen, but I don't know. Glovkin still, for as great as he looks, and he passes the eye test, he hasn't fought anybody. It's not his fault, but um, that's you know, that's I, very true. I, I mean, uh, Wade Wade just looked to me like he was there for the payday, and that was it. And and that 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 really bothered me. It it, it was like uh, Martin against Joshua. Uh, oh man! You know that was that was it was so bad it was almost comical that he was he he just did nothing in that fight and then just went down and and didn't even try. It seemed to me no, very yeah, very bad. disappointing and and disappointing that he was actually a titleist. Yeah, very disappointing, and uh, you know, he's maybe going to go down as the worst heavyweight champ of all time. I mean, I struggle to think of somebody that's been worse. 
Yeah, the, I I can't think of anybody. Not, certainly not it. in this era. Yeah, maybe yeah, even the way you want it. He that's didn't, true. He, 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 he didn't win knee. that fight. The other guy lost it because he blew out his knee. You're right. And but, uh, so, you know, it is what it is. But uh, um, it's disappointing. Now, we, we also uh, want to touch on Anthony Joshua um, signing a, a multi-fight deal with Showtime. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I think it's massive. I mean, I I think Joshua is going to be the face of boxing pretty soon here, um, as he you know he has everything. He has has an incredible physique. He's a good-looking guy. He speaks extremely well. Very charismatic. He seems to be a great fighter so far. He's a big puncher. I don't see any reason why he shouldn't be the face of boxing. Um, you know, as long as he keeps winning and he's fighting on American television, which he will be now uh, going forward. And uh, yeah, look, he's already he's already massive in the UK. 450,000 pay-per-view buys for Dylan White fight, you know. Um, God knows how many pay-per-views they would sell for him to fight Tyson Fury or David Hay. Um, and I, you know, I, I can't think of a better ambassador for the sport, you know, as long as he keeps winning. I agree. He seems seems like a great guy. Uh, that that would that would set up um, uh, a massive, as you say, massive fight <laughs> against uh, Deontay Wilder at some point uh, to unify the the belts. So, so that means you think Wilder's going to beat Pavekin, huh? I do. I, I really do. I think Wilder's going to beat him. I, I do too. You know, and it seems like for some reason, media and fans alike like to like to, you know, they, they they don't like Wilder for some reason. They always critique him. They don't think he's that good, but he looks, you know, he has he has things to work on. But you know, his power is fight ending. There's no question it, about that. It, and, absolutely, and and you know what? Um, he he's improved greatly over the last couple of years i mean I gra- granted in his his first 25 fights uh he was just he had he had one thing going and that was his knockout punch which is pretty good thing going for for a heavyweight but he didn't he, you know he he really uh he really showed me that he can box and uh so so i yeah i i think that uh he's going to beat povetkin and i think he's going to knock out povetkin I think he is too, and I think it's I think it's a shame that it's not going to be here in America, um, you know, on on primetime on PBC, PBC primetime, you know, NBC, CBS, one of those, because I think, you know, just like Joshua Wilder has, he's a good-looking guy, charismatic, with big power, and you know, he's another guy that could be a, kind of a face of the sport. Oh, no question about it. He's very charismatic. Uh, you know, he's 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 willing to say almost anything. He's he's a he's just he's just a good guy. Uh, I, ho- I hope he does well, and uh, it's great to see the heavyweight division, uh, you know, with as many, you know, really good young fighters as it has. Uh, this this Joseph Parker coming up is supposed to be really really good too. I've mm-hmm. never seen him. Have you seen him fight? Yeah, I have. He's um he's pretty he's pretty explosive. He's a big puncher. Uh, he's he's massive, you know, uh, in New Zealand's uh, Auckland's so. Um, yeah, he's he's actually fighting Carlos to come, and the man and, uh, and the winner is going to be the mandatory to Joshua. So, oh, oh. Um, you know, it's Joshua Parker. It would seem to be a little too soon for that, but I guess if the the Parker side wants their title shot, they they will have it if they win. Yeah, Carlos yeah. to come is one of the, the the few true gatekeepers though at heavyweight. So I don't think anything with him is a walkover. No, you're you're right. Let's talk about uh, last weekend's fights while we're at it. Yeah, I mean, you were there uh, in D.C. What did you think about? Uh, what did you think about the scoring, first of all? Because that was the, the prevalent story. Well, you know what? 
I had it 115, 113 for uh, Badu Jack. Okay. Uh, one, so 114, 114 to me was not out of the question. I, I didn't think it was that bad. What the 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 score I thought was bad was the 117, 111. I I thought the fight was a lot closer than that. And and you know the other thing is the the end of the fight Jack really gave away like three rounds to Boutte and it you know he he was Boutte was a stronger fighter at the end of that fight so uh, I I didn't think the scoring was as as bad as as a lot of people thought it was I I you know it was it was not that far off from my score to be honest that's fair I didn't I watched both fights on TV but I, I didn't score them so. Um, you know, what did, what did really surprise me is I, I think James DeGale is a terrific fighter. You know, I think he's a pound for pound top 15 for sure. But it seems to me that he almost makes the fights more difficult than they have to be because he wants to put on a good show. That's exactly right. And, uh, you know, he was, he was almost clowning in that show, in that fight. And, um, I, I, I think, I think DeGale's a good fighter. I don't think he's a great fighter. Um, and, and uh, I'm not sure... You know, a DeGale-Jack fight, I'm not sure who wins that. I think DeGale wins it, especially if they fight in England. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I think Jack has a long way to go still at this point. Yeah, I'm going to pick DeGale too. I, I think DeGale won't be climbing around in that fight. I think no. he'll win a close decision. And I, listen, he's, a, he's an Olympic gold medalist. Amateurs mean a lot. You know, when you have that kind of experience on that stage, um, it shows a lot. So No, no doubt about it. Medina, Medina, I thought, you know, uh, uh, DeGale after the fight was just hammering Medina uh, about how bad he was. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, di- I didn't see it. I, I saw I saw a pretty tough, strong fighter who kept it up for, for 12 rounds. And uh, um, I, I, was, I was very impressed by Medina. Well, I, I think what DeGale is doing there is I think he's being hard on himself because Medina has been – you know, pretty much a journeyman his whole career, knocked out by Jack, knocked out by a bunch of guys, and I think for you know for Degale to to go the distance with him, I think he's disappointed in himself. But you're right, he's selling him well, short. He's selling Medina short there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you know, then criticize yourself. Don't criticize Medina if if he put in a good fight, and he did. He put in a good good hard fight, and and uh, I, I'm I don't like that where you say he's terrible and and I I still beat him. You know. Uh, not 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 good. Yeah, so I mean, simple middleweight division is pretty weak right now. Outside of those two guys, I'm not nearly as high on Ramirez as you are. Um, on Zerto? Yeah, I think I think Abraham's completely shot, and I think you know I, th- I would pick both Degale and Jack to beat Zerto for sure. Do you? Yeah, I would. I well, would personally, but I I I saw you know I was at ringside for for Ramirez, and uh, I was I was very impressed. I was very impressed. He 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 knew what he was doing out there. Uh, he wasn't he it wasn't just a a big puncher. Uh, you know he's a he's a decent boxer, and um, I, I think he's got a great future. And he's still a young guy, and he's big. He's tall. So uh, you know I I don't know. I mean yeah, Abraham's Abraham's probably a shot fighter at this point, but. You know, I I think uh, Ramirez made him look bad. I really do. No, he he fought a great fight. I just need to see more of him. Yeah. Um, well, but it, it, this is the weakest I can remember '68 being. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, since uh, 
Since Andre Ward left it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we had, yeah, Ortiz once again quit. I mean, listen, Ortiz is a nice guy. I, I like him. But anytime the going gets t- tough, he asks out of a fight. He's done it at least three occasions now. Absolutely. And and from what I know, I, I uh, must admit, I did not have not seen the fight yet. But um, he, he it seemed to me he was winning. Winning the fight and, and kind of controlling the fight early on. And uh, he, he took a punch and... You know, basically quit, as you said. Yeah, I mean, he was boxing pretty well over the first couple of rounds. But yeah, he ate a massive uppercut. Um, and he was pretty dazed, but, you know, the, Jack Reese asked him a couple of times, can you continue? And he just gave him the blank stare. Um, but the real highlight of the show for me was the Thomas Williams, Edwin, Edwin Rodriguez fight. That was a complete war. Um, and Thomas Williams, you know, it actually, Thomas Williams' knockout was actually the number one top ten uh, play on SportsCenter's top ten that night. Was it really? Mean, how often do you see that? If no, ever. Not, not too often. Um, um, did, were you surprised that uh, Williams won that fight? No, I actually Because Rodriguez him. is a pretty decent fighter. I actually picked Williams, so um, I got, got an upset upset pick right for once. <laughs> um, I, I honestly don't think Rodriguez is – I don't really rate him. I, he has zero defense. If you look, he's never beat anybody. Um, HBO tried building him up a couple of years ago, and then Ward won, you know, shut him out, spun him with a punch. He's a hard worker, but, you know, it was one of those fights where whoever landed first was going to win. They were both, you know, throwing massive bombs, and neither guy was had any defense. So I think it just Williams just happened to land first, and now he's probably going to fight Adonis Stevenson. So so uh, how do you see that fight going? I mean, it's hard to pick anybody over Stevenson outside of, you know, Ward or Kovalev. Stevenson, because not only can Stevenson punch, but he's, you know, he has a good jab, he's a southpaw. So no, no disrespect to Williams, but I can't. I, I don't. I don't. I mean, unless he lands, he could. I guess he could land on on uh, Stevenson, but I think Stevenson's a different level, you know. But Stevenson is is kind of been inactive lately. Yeah, I'm not sure why they're doing that with him. I'm not sure why he's been so inactive. Um, you know, he is getting older. I think he's 39 now, so that certainly could play into it. Williams is fresh. Williams is a southpaw too. Um, it should be interesting. I think they're going to. I think they're shooting for July. Well. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, then, then we have, of course, Alvarez and Khan. You know, Canelo Alvarez. Uh, since since he's fought Mayweather, to me, he's become a much more complete fighter. Uh, he learned learned how to handle speed in that, and that's that's what he's been working on for the last, um, you know, three years. He was 22 when he fought Mayweather, so he was a young man. And Mayweather, uh, let's let's be real. Mayweather made him look terrible, made him look bad, and uh, so. But you know, I I think I think Canelo um, has become. He's he's a big puncher, and he's a he's a boxer, and and I think his speed is underrated. Yeah, I think Canelo's a better fighter than everyone gives him credit for. You know, everyone says that Golovkin would just, you know, demolish him. I don't think Golovkin would demolish him. I think Canelo's, um, he's, he's a tremendous body puncher. He punches in combination. Um, he has a lot of power. And uh, and he can take a punch. He can definitely take yeah, a punch. Yeah, he could really take a punch. So, um, you know, I have to say, I, I think, I think though that, I'm not a doctor, obviously, but it seems like Canelo's doing himself a disservice by fighting at 155, because you've seen him, he's he's a huge guy in person. Yeah. He has a big frame. 
I don't. I, it's going to catch up to him at some point if he keeps. You know, he's young now; he can do it. But why not just go to 160 and fight Golovkin? I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it won't happen, but it needs to happen. Well, I think I think if that fight is going to happen, it's going to have to happen at 160. And I think Canelo is going to be better at 160. I, I do too. I do too. I, you know, he he looked uh, when I saw him yesterday. He looked really trim, fit. Um, you know, I mean, just lean and muscular. Um, but you know, uh, against Cotto, he seemed drained before the fight a little bit. He did. And uh, you know, so it's got to be harder for him to to make that weight. You know that 155 weight. Uh, I think I think he was like 170 or 175 when he came into the fight with Cotto, and Khan Khan says he thinks he'll be 175 uh, on Saturday night. So, yeah, he he uh, he needs to really fight at 160, and and if he's going to fight Golovkin, it's going to have to be at that weight. So, so, wait, so if Canelo's going to be 175, what is Khan going to be on fight night? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, I I can't see Khan being more than he he says he walks around at about 160. Okay, that's his walking around weight. So I don't think he's going to be a whole lot more than 160, maybe 165 max. Uh, yeah, you you, t- you talked to you talked to him uh, several weeks ago uh, during the Ward fight. Um, you talked about him gaining weight and how he did it. I mean, this guy was a lightweight at one time. Yeah, he was doing some pretty explosive exercises when I was out in, at the gym in Hayward. Um, he was working with a, he was working with a, two strength and conditioning coaches, and they had him doing a lot of. It wasn't really weightlifting; it was more of um, explosive exercises. Like he would go on. Um, he would he would use the the pulley and you know and you know mimic punching and stuff like that. And you know he looked very sharp. He was they were doing a lot of stuff with the legs, trying to add muscle to his legs. Um, and he was using stuff that had to, that used air pressure for uh, resistance. So it was pretty cool stuff. They seemed to know what they were doing. And Canelo is just as uh, Khan is tall, just as tall as Canelo. But for me, the difference is the frame. You know, um, Canelo has that big frame, and I don't see he that does. for Khan. Um, and this, I would give Khan a better chance if you know he wasn't getting buzzed by guys at forty and forty-seven, and he was just buzzed by Algeria, who's not a big puncher at all. No, so. he's not a big puncher. That and that that's that's to me is kind of worrisome uh, for 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 his case. Um, I think you know his speed is unmatched, really. I mean, he is he is one of the he's got some of the quicker hands that I've ever seen. Uh, but you know, if if uh, you can't protect yourself, um, it could be a could be a short night for Khan. Yeah, I, I think Khan's gonna have some success early on, and then. You know, it's we're just gonna, all gonna be waiting for the the big punch to land, and it will. And you know, it's a matter of matter of when I think. You know, Khan talked about uh, the fights where you know he was he was was hit and went down, and uh, he said it's you know where where that happened was when he was it was it was counter punching, which Canelo is a great counter puncher. And and it was a punch where he was just following through on a punch and and the guy came back and and dropped him um, with a with basically with a counter punch. So that to me would be worrisome that you know he gets he gets hit with the he's he's 
you know, open on those shots, leaves himself open on those on those punches that he's making, and uh, gets gets whacked. Uh, but he says he says that one thing he learned he's really learned from Virgil Hunter was balance, where where his feet are under him at all times, and he says that that wasn't the the case in the in in the past. He says he would he would be off balance. Uh, his feet would move too quickly, and he'd be off balance. He, he says that if you've seen my last few fights against under Virgil, you you can see that my balance is everything. Yeah, listen, he definitely isn't lacking for confidence, and it's genuine confidence with Khan. But let's be real; it would be a, it would be a really big upset if, if he if he could do this and you know win the middleweight championship. Well, you know, if if the fight ends up going the distance, which I do not think it will, I I think it ends, you know six rounds or so um with with a canelo knockout but if it goes 12 rounds i i see no reason to think that uh khan can't be you know uh possibly in considered for for a win there because he's going to be he's a good boxer and he'll be boxing a lot and he'll be throwing be throwing a lot of punches and uh his work rate will be uh, to me will be good you know, I just I think about the Lamont, the Lamont Peterson fight a lot, and Peterson gave Khan a lot of issues with his pressure, and won a lot of rounds. Yeah, and um, Canelo is really good at pressuring. So I don't know. I just yeah, I think the pressure is going to get to him after after you know maybe midway through the fight if if it takes that long. I mean, the, the real key to me here is Khan's going to have to be able to hurt Canelo. He has to be able to, or at least punch hard enough to get his respect and back him off. You know that Canelo can't just come in, you know, recklessly and pressure him and bully him into the ropes. Because if 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 Khan can't hurt him, then he's done. I agree. Uh, have you ever seen Canelo get hurt? Yeah. Have um, you? Oh, uh, it Jose, was uh, Ho- Jose Cotto's brother. Cotto. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Her- dropped him. Um, I thought Kirkland's buzzed him a little bit. Um, not not nothing. You know, nothing where he was in any danger, but. Yeah, I didn't see that, but uh, you know, he he certainly got his Kirkland got his comeuppance there. In that fight. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that that was a massive knockout. What do you think about the undercard? I mean, I I think it's pretty a pretty uninspired undercard, especially for a pay per view. Um, you know, it seems like this has been a trend now for years and years that we don't get good undercards. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, Gomez. Um, we, we remember him from a year ago in, uh, Houston when he came in about six pounds overweight and, uh, his fight was called off. His fight against Soto was called off. Um, Mark Taffet said at that time, this guy will never fight on HBO ever again. But here we are a year later, he's fighting on HBO and Mark's not around anymore. Um, so, you know, apparently, and this is what Oscar says, Gomez looks in great shape, and and is and you know he's Freddie Roach is his trainer, and and uh, he thinks that he's really uh, going to be a, an up and comer in the sport. Yeah, Frankie's really talented, but I mean, it's been amazing how many problems this guy has had. You know, drug drug trafficking. Um, you know, weight problems over and over and over again. This fight is at a higher weight. I think it's 144, so maybe that'll help him. But if he misses weight again, I don't want to ever see him again. Yeah, no, I <laughs> I'm agree. I'm just, 
And uh, I think this is a good test for him. I mean, Herrera, Herrera can beat a lot of guys. So, um, you know, if, if 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 Gomez can win, maybe Golden Boy has something there. Yeah, but Herrera is a great boxer, and and uh, I'm not sure how good that fight will be. Um, you know, Herrera is a great boxer, but I I'm not crazy about watching him fight. I, I no, know. he's. I'm with you on that for sure. Um, and then, you know, I mean, I think that's the one fight that could be an HBO, you know, a co-feature on a regular HBO or Showtime or whatever. The other two fights don't do anything for me. Um, well, I mean, David, David Lemieux coming coming back for the first time since getting pummeled by uh, Golovkin. Um, you yeah, know, I mean, Tapia, Glenn Tapia, I've, I've seen him. Uh, I'm not, not real impressed by him. What's your thoughts? He's a New Jersey fighter. Yeah, I mean... Nice guy, you know, um, exciting fighter, but he's he's taken two terrible beatings now. You know, one from Michelle Soro at 154 last year, and the other from James Kirkland on HBO at 54. You know, the, the fight where um, Steve Smoker, of course, let the fight go on too long, and remember, Tabby was just eating shots. So now he's going to move up to 60 and fight another big puncher. I just don't see how it ends well for him. It's dangerous, I think. I um, agree. Uh but that's why they're doing it. Then they then they can say that David Lemieux's back, you know. He'll he'll probably look great, and um, you know, knock him silly. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think I think Lemieux's a a huge puncher, and uh, I I I do believe that uh, you know he he will he will KO Tapia uh, at you know at some point, but. You know, I I like to watch Lemieux fight. I really do. I think I think he's a he's a fun fun guy to watch because I mean he's got power. He's got great power, and uh, um, you know I think that's going to be a that's going to be two guys going at each other. Yeah, it'll it'll be fun for as long as it lasts. Yeah, I agree. And what do you think about Teixeira and Stevens? I guess I don't really care about it much. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't either. I know Teixeira is a an undefeated uh, uh, up and comer, supposedly. I I I must admit I've never seen him fight. Have you? I have not seen him fight, but you know I, I heard he's okay. I heard he's nothing special. Um, you know from talking to matchmakers and whatnot. But we'll see. I mean, Curtis Stevens is a, is a solid test for a prospect. So. It's just, I have no problem with the fight in general. I just wish that, you know, for fans to pay $70, they'd get, you know, one marquee undercard fight, you know. like Yeah, a, like a title Golden fight. Boy did, yeah. Like Golden Boy did a couple of years ago with Danny Garcia and Lucas Matisse on the middle oh, of the Canelo absolutely. That, that was huge. I mean, I don't expect something that good, but something, you know, a level below that would be good. Yeah, well, um, it'll be interesting. I asked, asked Oscar De La Hoya yesterday about... Uh, you know how the pay-per-view was going, how the buzz for the fight. I, I will say that their grand arrival at uh, the MGM Grand was was huge for a Tuesday afternoon. Canelo has a huge fan base, and uh, he it, it with every fight that he has, it keeps getting bigger. And uh, there were there were tons of Mexican fans, uh, you know, singing and waiting for his arrival yesterday. And uh, you know he didn't disappoint. He, he was you know he was he was there on time, and and uh, um, you know the fans went crazy. Now he is to me 
with with both Mayweather and Pacquiao gone, he's the 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 standard bearer for pay-per-view fights. He gets he gets uh I think his last fight had 900,000, right? And and there's nobody else that I see right now that that could do that. Oh yeah, he's definitely the top guy right now. Um, so he's the face of boxing at the moment. Uh, I hope that his English gets better and better. Cause, uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm a little disappointed with his English. I I mean, you know, I know he can speak it a little bit, but sooner or later you got you you have to you have to stand on your own and and talk in English, and you know it's 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 kind of. Uh, kind of difficult to to sit through an interview with him and 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 i you know i don't know my spanish but sometimes it seems like um you know the answers that we get from the translator are maybe not exactly what canelo <laughs> right yeah i mean it's honestly a bad job by golden boy and, and canelo overall i mean it's funny i was watching an interview with uh wwe uh wrestler john cena the other day uh, with on espn with max kellerman and they're talking to him about how, you know, WWE is trying to branch it to China. And then he answers the entire question in Chinese. Like, like a 40-word, like you know, answer. Talks about really? how WWE has a free um, second, second language program for them. And he said, why not take advantage? So, I mean, listen, uh, they need to be doing stuff like that. Uh, I agree. I I've, totally agree. I've Canelo never, lives in the States. I mean, he lives yeah. in San Diego. You know right. he he should be he should be uh, speaking better English and I I certainly hope that um, and you know, I remember another Mexican fighter Juan Manuel Marquez uh, I I I was there for the first interview that he did in English and he did great and you know he answered every question well and you know I I think Canelo could do the same he's a young guy he should should be able to learn the language. Uh, you know, fairly easily, especially since he's living in this country, and and uh, I would like to see that happen. Yeah, I mean, Marquez's English is really good now, and so is uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Yes, yes, it is. Yep. So, um, but you know, the guy who needs it the most is Canelo. If you, I mean, it's not for us; it's for it's for him to connect with the American fans. So exactly, and and the the more he can speak English, uh, the more fans he's going to attract. Absolutely. Yeah. So, well, um, I guess, uh, what, what is your prediction again for, for, uh, Canelo Khan? I'm going to say Canelo by fifth round knockout. I think Khan has a little bit of success in the early rounds and then, um, he's eventually going to get caught by some wicked left hooker <laughs> or something. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think I, I went with a sixth round knockout. Um, the, the pressure is going to be enormous from Canelo. And um, unless unless Khan can hurt him and and move him back a little bit, he's just going to keep pressuring him. And sooner or later, that that big right hand or left hand is is going to put Khan down. Absolutely. But for as long as it lasts, I think it'll be a good fight. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, that should wrap it up for today. Uh, thanks for uh, taking the time, Mike, and. Uh, Thanks for everybody who joined us and listened to this podcast. Have a good day.